three deep breaths. I've been doing a lot of observation as I've started another new job at the library, which I think I might have mentioned that I've started at the library in one of these podcasts. And I was talking to the woman who is basically my superior, right, my boss, and there was there was something that I was assigned to do, and they had changed the schedule, and I came in, and I was doing something else, and she came over and said, hey, would you mind, you know, doing this job? And of course, I'm like, sure, no problem, and I went to look at my assignment sheet and realized it had been changed, and... I had been assigned this thing she just asked me to do and then she asked another person to help with it and I realized I was like 20 minutes behind on this activity. I'm going to tell you, I go to that place of, oh my gosh, I'm in so much trouble, right? It's an old feeling from childhood. It's also layered on from so many other work environments and just living life in this very stressful world that I feel tells me I'm wrong much of the time. So I went up to my boss and I said to her, you know, I'm so sorry I missed that. And she's very calm and chill. And I said, I still need to tell you that I'm sorry that I missed that. And I still need to explain to you what happened to to sort of, you know, validate myself. And she stopped a minute. She said, so do you, do you have PTSD in the workplace? And it, and it really stopped me because I thought, PTSD, well, that's for war. I mean, isn't that for like major trauma? But as I started to think about it, I realized that I most certainly do. I have post-traumatic stress syndrome from feeling like people may not be doing anything or saying anything, but I feel like I'm in trouble all the time. And if someone says something to me or makes a clarification, I take it as there's so much wrong with me. I didn't do my job. I'm, you know, go down that rabbit hole of I'm worthless and I'm going to be in trouble and I'm going to lose my job and I'm going to have no money and I'm going to be on the streets and I'm going to probably die. Right? I mean, ridiculous for a person who in myself, I want to be clear and I want people to be clear with me. And I got thinking back to, um, I lived out East for a while where I, I shed a lot of that concern because in New York, people told you, they, they laid it out clearly and you could decide to go down that road or not, but you could come back with your own answers, your own reasoning, and you would be respected in a very different way. So I started to look back at being in the Midwest again I've been back here about 30 years, so it's not like this is, you know, a short period of time. I mean, I was in New York for maybe six years, but what comes back is the 18 years that I was here, well, I guess 21, growing up. That set the stage. Living somewhere else for a while where the mentality was different, the information, the the back and forth communication was different, the respect factor was different. And then it it didn't take long to come back to the Midwest and fall right back into being in trouble all the time. So I sort of dug myself out of that for a while. You know, I tried to do jobs that are more autonomous. I was a teacher for years. I worked as an arts consultant for years. And in those spaces, I I had a lot of autonomy. I had a lot of, of control over my work. However, those 
jobs still had within them that um, idea of hierarchy, that idea of left-brain thinking. There's only one right answer. And when you're a creative person trying to do things maybe a little bit differently, you know, and you'll be perceived a certain way, and then I'll start to perceive myself the way that others are telling me that I should be. And so there's that constant fight in there. Um, And I'm starting this podcast and doing this podcast because I noticed now, so as you know, if you've listened to any of these podcasts, now I'm on job nine maybe in the last eight years. And I don't even know anymore. I've lost count. But what I've really learned from doing a lot of different jobs, and I've talked about this before, is I reach if I reach that certain point where it's just not working for me, I leave. But this job I, I really like, and this job at the library is, a friend of mine said to me, is it because you're working with inanimate objects? For the most part, yes, books, right? Moving books around, putting books on shelves, checking books in, checking books out putting books back on the shelf, you know, over and over and over. And the books don't have any emotional attachment as themselves, right? As a physical object moving back and forth. So that's very gratifying. Where the issues come in for me are dealing with people. And I want to be social. I want to be more social. I want to connect in with people. I want to work as a group. But that's where the problem comes in. The hierarchies are set up. And so first thing in, right? You meet all these new people and I start to put them into categories. I like that person. I don't like that person. That person scares me. That person's in control. That person wants to do things this way. That person may not like me, right? The the self-talk and you have a lot of time in the library and I'm a story creator. So in my mind, I create these stories most of the time, probably all the time. The stories aren't true. The stories are what I do to entertain my brain, entertain itself, where I'm starting to notice how to work with that. And I'm, I'm trying to intentionally go into this workplace as I've done in the others, and it, it doesn't always work, but trying to, when, when, when the drama starts to happen and the people start to talk and the, he said, she said, and the gossip begins. This is something I talked about years ago and I learned from a mentor. Stop that at at the start, right? If I stop that at the start, if I engage in the gossip, if I engage in, can you believe they're doing it that way? If I join that, because it's really easy to join that, the minute you join it, you're in that club. And you have to stay in that club and you can't get out of that club. So I'm trying really hard to be impeccable with my word. If somebody's having an issue with somebody else or a different department, I'm trying to very quickly center myself and say, what are the rules on that? What is the uh, policy on that? Is there a policy on that? Have you mentioned this to the policymakers in this establishment? Have you asked about that? Without upsetting the apple cart, because I still have to figure out a way to fit in to this world, right? And it's a world that's like teaching. It's, it's mostly women. And my husband and I have this conversation a lot. He's like, wow, women, women can be really difficult, really mean. And I have backed up on that a little bit to take a look at the patriarchy 
and my husband will say it's not the patriarchy if it's women doing it and I'm like okay back way up because women we have been taught in this society a whole bunch of things right so a lot of it too is uh, trying to gain power within systems and it's not always done with the best intentions and so I think as I think back on my possible PTSD with working in environments that are patriarchal in their setup and even though it's women or people who identify as feminine or female there's a lot to unpack in that and there's a lot for me as we were walking out the door at one point someone said to me well I joke with you and I mean to you because I like you and I try to catch that real quickly and say that makes me really uncomfortable if you joke with me in a negative way I get really uncomfortable so trying to be clear with my words too and allow people I don't want to threaten people but I do want them to know how I need to be treated and it's not a demand it's just this is how it works best for me and again you can start to hear where that winds into part of the problem who does she think she is who does she think she is stating her truth right so a lot of that has come up very quickly here in this new workplace and just yesterday I was over well so there's lots of books that have come in it's been the holiday the library was closed um, which means a lot of books were returned like a ridiculous amount of books and opening the library back up there were books it was insane and we're supposed to be doing 10 million things at once while checking in all these books and I find that very fascinating very gratifying and it takes me away from the worry of who's saying what and who's thinking what and the stories that I make up about everybody and I can just do my job right I love that do the work it's busy the day goes quickly well so the second day back still a lot of books everybody came in it, it kind of staggered and I was putting books away and then all of a sudden the room starts getting filled and the people start you know uh, jockeying for position literally putting books in front of each other putting the books in and I was like wait a minute I can go get a cart that's filled with books that need to go back on the shelf I can take that responsibility for myself go out the door push the cart and go be off shelving books so I go over to the children's area and I'm shelving books over there and the story started in my head they don't like me they were pushing me out they are you know trying to tell me that they're I'm not doing things right that those stories started and I'm, I'm like all right I'm just gonna let these stories roll in there what the heck is this because this is not a big deal so I literally took myself down low on the ground grounded myself because I squatted down between the books and there's little kids running around screaming everywhere so it's perfect squatted down and I took three deep breaths ready I breathed in I breathed out I grounded myself and I said look those emotions are not true they're telling you something they're helping you to protect yourself or doing whatever they need to do but it's not the truth the stories you're wildly telling yourself are all your own stories based on your own experiences so breathe in and breathe out 
and shelve a few books and one more deep breath in and breathe out. And then that sense of calm came in. It wasn't a perfect shift, but it reminded me that the practices I've put into place out of everything I've ever learned, those three deep breaths, which I was doing during my December, which was the month of reflection in my 21 day sessions, that simple act of breathing in and out when I most needed it, taking care of myself, and then take another look at the stories. Then take another look at what's really going on here. Everyone is doing their job. I'm deciding to project onto all of them my, let's call it PTSD, my post-traumatic stress disorder, my issues with how the world has treated me, in my opinion, how I felt about things, how I felt about being in different jobs. And, and interestingly, the night before I had gone home and I had thought, oh, I'm going to run a class and I'm going to propose a class and I'm going to propose this, going to propose that. And after the, those three deep breaths, I thought to myself, you know what? What if you just do the library job? What if you just do the job, put the books on the shelf, run the front desk when you're asked to, answer the phone when you're asked to, move the books around and go home and stop trying to make every job I do some big, because I'm part of the problem, right? I started singing Taylor Swift. It's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me, right? over and over I'm like I cause my own issues and so after those deep breaths I said you know what it's okay to just come in do the job that's asked and leave so I'm also noticing part of my story is I want to be in a leadership position I want to be seen I want people to think of me as an important person on the planet and that's an outward focus that I have, I've done those things. I have been seen, I have done jobs where I've been in leadership positions and whether it's there in my life or not in my life, I'm still telling these stories. I'm still panicking about life. I'm still feeling like I'm in trouble no matter what. So I'd like to focus more on catching those emotions centering myself and breathing, really practice what I have learned over these many years on the planet and let go, really let go. Like I said to myself in December, burn it down. I lit a huge bonfire, burned a lot of things, realizing that it is just me. Yes, we're social beings and yes, I'm connecting with others and I love that. But if connecting with others causes me major stress, I'm in charge of, of breathing and recentering myself. That's my job. And then if I can just be, I don't need to have all the rules and regulations around me to step into an environment. I can step into the environment as just me. This is how I am. I will do the work that's asked of me. And then I will go home and I will walk the dog. And I will exercise a little and I will run my 21 day sessions because that's where I connect with 
my artistic side and my creative side and it's okay so I think what I'm saying to myself here is taking care of that inner child taking care of that little girl who felt like she was in trouble and realizing that she's not in trouble with me and so the gift to you through what I'm saying here today in this podcast is when you find yourself in any kind of situation where you're having panic or emotions or you're telling yourself stories it is okay to literally take that time to breathe breathe in let it out shift your perspective center your chakras center yourself allow the panic to dissipate allow the emotions to dissipate and then look at things with fresh eyes without making any decisions just taking another look from a new cleared out centered position i hope you're all doing well happy new year let me know what's happening in your world bye